Okay, we're ready to go again. Day number 108. Yes, 108 of 180 day growth plan. And we're not waking out about it. We're taking our time, uh, making sure that we have um, what we need in order to make things work and putting it in bite-sized pieces. So we're dealing with right now with spiritual warfare and just went over the scripture uh, regarding spiritual warfare with um, King Saul. You can find that in your Bible in Isaiah chapter 28, uh, verses 7 through 28. And it talks about the experience with the witch of Endor. we got to get these lessons. Please hear this, and then we're going to pray and believe God for the change that must take place in our lives, okay? This witch of Endor, get this, was committed to doing the work of Satan. Let's, let's let that sink in. Because as people of God, men and women of God, we must be, what? Committed to doing the things of God. She was locked in. He came. She deceived him. He fell for the deception. And she sealed the deal to make sure his life was taken. We have to get locked in and seal the deal to get committed to make sure people have given their lives to God. Do you see the difference? See, when, when Saul arrived at her door, she prophesied to him through that demonic voice she was using, right? And throughout the appearance of the demon impersonating Saul, who had died, uh, Samuel rather, who had died, the demon was impersonating Samuel, Saul committed sin in her presence. He came there willful, right? Rebellious against God. Remember, rebellious is as witchcraft. It leads you down the path to the witch's door. When he got there, demonically prophesying to him of his death. Are you getting that? She took advantage of Saul's choice to sin and sent him and his sons to their death on the battlefield. Man, I hope you're getting that. See, whenever you hear the preacher say that the wages of sin are death, they are telling you where you will end up when you practice a life of sin. When you practice a life of rebellion, man, this is, this is how it ends. It doesn't end well. You will either serve the Lord with all your heart and live for him, or you will serve your flesh, serve the devil, serve your wants, your will, your life, your direction, and you will die. See, on, only Jesus offers eternal life. You got it? This is the description of how demon possession happens. It gradually moves in that direction. Saul didn't get up that day saying, Oh, I want to end up at a witch's door and have her prophesy over me falsely and seal me in my sinful behavior with a potion, a meal, a sacrifice, claiming me as victory for the devil. He didn't wake up that way. 
with that on his mind. But he chose rebellion. He chose disobedience. There, there are a lot of preachers today who say to you that Christians cannot have a devil and, and still be a Christian. But guess what? You know that's not true. There are a lot of Christians that take on the name of Christian and have a whole lot of stuff. You can look in every church, I believe, and you will find willful, sin-practicing Christians who still read the Bible, but don't practice it. And many do not realize that they are growing away from God while walking into the church every weekend. They have turned their backs on a relationship of obedience to Jesus Christ. And at varying degrees, they are suffering under the control, the manipulation, and direction of demonic spirits. Christians can have demons. Yes, they can. I have shared before my own experience when I went on an evangelistic trip in Africa. And um, I remember one young lady came to the meeting and the, the pastors they said, oh, shit, this one has a demon. We have to deal with it. Okay, I didn't have any experience with demons. And then when we um, were praying for people at night, people were coming for prayer. And some of them came like they were strangely under the control of something else. And I was like, mm, what's going on here? We baptized them later. Um, I forget what day it was, but we had a baptism. Three of the uh, women had demons manifest in them trying to drown them during the baptism. And they were brought for deliverance and everything. And I remember, I remember, I was like, wow. How come we don't see this same level of demonic activity in America? <laughs> How naive I was, right? How blind I was. See, the devil is very subtle. He's more active here in America in subtle ways. Listen, listen, listen. In more acceptable ways, ways that are acceptable to us. I was blind to even my own condition and the condition of the church in America. How demonized I was, how willful I was, how rebellious I was. While it is true that Christians can have demons, the good news is that Jesus can set you free. You can be delivered and walk in overcoming power over the plans of the devil. The Bible says resist the devil and what will happen? He will flee. Father God, I pray that you would help us as we focus on a changed life, a changed mind, that we would take seriously what your word is showing us, laying out for us, that we are not to be rebellious against you. We, we are not to practice disobedience because that leads us in the wrong direction. We humble ourselves before you, Lord. And we ask that you would help us today, today, to live in submission to your will and enjoyment of your presence. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen.
and thank the Lord.